join us if you dare. It's movie night at your drive-in of terror. Each week, you'll hear about one campy movie for a laugh. One terrifying feature sure to scare your pants off. And one kid-friendly scare for the little ones. Or not-so-little ones, needing a little less terror. The show's about to start. Get comfy and sit down in front. Oh, and one more thing. This episode contains spoilers. Consider yourself warm. Enjoy the show, if you're brave enough. Take it away, Tom. Alright guys, I'm Tom here with my good friend Shay, and we'd like you to pull on into our Drive-In of Terror for Season 2, Episode number 15 of the Scare Your Pants Off It's Movie Night podcast. In tonight's episode, our fright-filled feature is Get Out. So, grab your snacks and we'll kill the lights. So, how are you doing today, Shay? I'm, I'm really good. I So... I meant to ask you, and I, I can't remember if I have asked you, and if I have, just remind me. Um, did you just hear a baby cry? Hmm. I yeah. I did not, but if you do, when you do edit this, if you do find that, save that, because that's kind of weird, because there's no babies here with me, so. Yeah, I, I will definitely save it. Um, all right. Um, have, I, have I asked you if you've watched The Cabinet of Curiosities? I I don't think you have actually asked me or not, um, but I have not. I know for a fact my mother was watching it because I when I stopped by for Thanksgiving, I think it was on the TV. So okay. why is it good or is it? So I so Guillermo del Toro does it, and it's so he directs the first episode but he announces all the episodes and you can see his thumbprint in all the other episodes, but all of the other ones are directed by different people. And you can see, you can see the, the, the very, very visible Guillermo del Toro thumbprint on everything. And it's, and it's great. I struggled with the length of some of them. I feel like they would have been really, really good as opposed to okay. If they were just like a tad shorter. Oh, so I got this cabinets of curiosities. This is the Del Toro anthology series, right? Yes. Okay, I was I I was mistaking this for something. I don't think my mother saw it. I think it was something else on on Netflix because huh. I did see that like the thing on Netflix for it, and it's in my watch list now. So I was thinking of something different, but I still haven't watched it. I said okay. that's that's true. Fair enough. Um, huh? So some would have been better, shorter. A little saying. bit, I think. I feel like I feel like some of them almost went for more of the like driving the point home than they needed to. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's uh, but overall, is it worth a watch? I so yes, because visually they were all fantastic, and the concepts in all of them were really fantastic. My favorite was the first one that had um, Guillermo del Toro actually directed it. And then my second favorite one was the one with uh, Rupert Grint, who played Ron Weasley in it. I'm not going to go into too much what they were about, but super cool, and I think you'll get why. Now, Rupert Grint, he, he was the redheaded kid, right? 
Yes. So he's in that M. Night Shyamalan servant show on Apple TV. There is there's a M. Night Shyamalan show that's actually very good and doesn't I mean it, it it's it's weird ish, but I think it's I, I I think he's only I don't know if he writes it or he just produces it, M. Night Shyamalan, but it's actually it doesn't fall into a lot of what he falls into in his movies and stuff where and uh, the, where it's just what's the twist what's the twist what's the twist gonna be and it's all about just finding out what the twist is gonna be and the rest yeah. of the story kind of sucks and yeah like uh it's actually pretty good it's on like i said i i uh i don't know if you have apple tv i roy no has it. i wish i had apple tv but i don't yeah roy has it that's the only reason i have it yeah. you can borrow his password and but it's uh it's a pretty it's a pretty cool show it, it very uh it's dark and um suspenseful uh, i like it can you get apple tv if you don't have an iphone oh yeah yeah you can like it i i have it on the fire stick oh um, really okay i have a fire stick so i will be getting apple tv you just download the app um and then that's what's kind of confusing about apple tv is because also the device is called Apple TV that they have that you plug into the, your TV and it has the apps on it, kind of like a Fire Stick. They have a huh. device called Apple TV, and it's a little box just like a like a Fire Stick or whatever, or a Firebox, and uh, and but they both have the same name. So you got Apple TV the device, and you have Apple TV the app. So it gets kind of confusing, but uh, yeah, it's a cool. Uh, it's a definitely a cool show. So, but cabinets and curiosities, I wrote it down, I, I, even though I know it's in my watch list, I am definitely, uh, definitely going to check it out at some point here. I got so many shows to catch up on right now. It's crazy. Same. It's, I know it's awful. it's awful, but it's great. I know. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. First world problems there. Yeah. Oh man. I got too many shows to watch. <laughs> too many fantastic things on, in the world to see. I know. It's right now it, tv movies everything is so good right now we really are in a in a golden era or golden age of tv and film it just and in horror especially so much good horror right now it, so much between the movies and the and the uh, tv shows and and i can't wait to get a new new chair because this chair is killing my butt <laughs> soon uh, soon, soon. Yeah, after the remodel, I'll be getting it. I already know I'm gonna get a nice gaming chair, and so can't wait. Oh, you know what I meant to? You know what I meant to um, bring up? This kind of throws back to the last episode. But do you know what the first on-screen couple in TV was that actually insinuated that they were going to have sex? They didn't show it, but you, they went into their room and you knew what was happening. It's funny because I was just reading a whole listicle about like first on TV and I don't know for sure, but yeah, I don't. What is that? Gomez and Morticia Adams. Really? Yes. Wow. Right? That's really interesting, and that's fine. After last week, yeah, the episode. Did you know what the first sort of fertility storyline in TV history was? I love Lucy. The Flintstones. Oh, 
with Betty and, oh my God, yeah. and, and Barney and them not being able to have the kid after Pebbles is born, not being able to have, have a child. It's like, I, like I said, I, I love those listicles and that I happen to be like first on TV and it's like, that was one of them or the first toilet flush. Cause apparently that was not allowed for a long time. <laughs> You, yep. it was like you weren't even supposed to show a toilet for a lot of years and then finally like they were able to show that just the top half of a toilet and then it took another decade for them to be allowed to hear a toilet flush on tv and yep. i love that stuff that's so. like uh um mary tyler morby in the first to wear the capri pants on tv and oh huge. yep so it's funny. Uh, one of the guys I work with at work, he, uh, um, he he's like a team leader. So he normally takes lunch a little bit after the uh, we all do. And he goes and sits in this one part of our warehouse where he can, it's a T, not many people sit, so he can kind of control the TV. And he puts on the, like a lot of old Westerns or the old uh, Dick Van Dyke show and stuff. And with Mary Tyler Moore, God, she was beautiful. She was absolutely. Oh God. I forgot how freaking pretty she was back in the day. She was a hottie. She was. Oh my God. Her and her as Dick Van Dyke's wife and in the Dick Van Dyke show. It was. It's. Oh my God. I, I at first I was like, who is that? She looks so. I was like, oh my God, that's Mary Tyler Moore. And yep. it's, it's funny. Yeah, she was. She was gorgeous. I always picture her for later in her career and where, you know, when, when, when she was still very beautiful and everything yeah. like that, but like in her younger days, she was like a model. She was very, wow. No, nope, I agree. Anyway, I heard, do you have a campy film this week? For those looking for a laugh, it's time for the campy. I do. Right. I'm going to say the thing I always say. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Um, but I'm not going to talk about it in super detail because I would be willing to bet that more than half of the people that do listen have not seen this movie because you would scroll right by it and wonder why the hell would you? You want to. It's called Slax, S-L-A-X-X, and it's from 2020. Now, you've seen this, correct? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> there is, I, there aren't enough words to describe how ridiculous this movie is, but it's ridiculous in, like, the best ways. Um, there's a new stock of extremely popular new genes, and that's the main antagonist of this movie. Yep, the pants. These pants, they're, they're more or less possessed, I guess. I can't really think of a better way to say it, but they are more or less possessed. And a clothing store, a very popular clothing store, receives um, a shipment, and the employees are task, tasked with setting up their display for the launch event. Yes, a launch event for pants. I, that's weird, but okay. Now, Really, by the time it comes to opening their doors, there's really no point. And it, that is because the slacks are activated and they go on a wildly hysterical killing spree, killing the greedy employees who can't keep their hands off the pants, and, and even an influencer who is bragging about getting first dibs in the pants. So 
Again, not a lot more detail. I'm not going to tell you about a lot of the kills, but if you're picturing how these pants might kill people, you are probably right, and it's totally worth the watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's as as good as it sounds. It's so it's yeah. so funny. I mean, it just I I think, I know it sounds silly, but it is a lot of fun, guys. Do yourself a favor. Really, yep. so so much fun to watch. I love nothing better sometimes than like on a rainy day watching a movie like that. It just it's so. Love it. Love it. For those brave souls ready for a fright, it's time for the feature. All right. Well, this week I have the feature, and I know I always say it, Shay probably always say, I'm really excited because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> and I, I know I, I sound like a broken record, but this one truly is. I'm talking about the 2017 American psychological horror film, Get Out. I absolutely loved it. It's written, directed, and produced by Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, you know, he, he made this. This was followed up by Us, and Us was followed up by Nope. And, and I, especially Get Out and, and Us, I, in my opinion, two of the best and probably most important horror films of the last 20, 25 years. Nope, another great one. But at least for me, it's, uh, I think what we talked about a little last uh, episode is that um, for me, it's a little, it's sci-fi with horror elements. Nope, as opposed to these are more, more your sort of straightforward horror-ish, even though it's psychological horror. And I'll get a little more into that. Um, but Nope is great too. Fantastic. One of my favorite movies I watched this year, Nope as well. But anyway, talking about Get Out, so good. It, uh, starred Daniel Kaluuya as Chris, Ellison Williams as his girlfriend, Bradley Whitford, the great, he is just such a good actor, father, uh, Kayla Blandry Jones has Stephen Rue and it has Catherine Keener. I love Catherine Keener though. Uh, fantastic cast so um some interesting little thing tidbits about it it was actually nominated for four oscars uh best picture best director best actor uh for kalua and best original screenplay so that's pretty pretty significant um for a horror film to be up for that many i mean there's there's been a few throughout history you have like the shining and your exorcist and psycho you know that are considered horror and a great film but you know a lot of times horror kind of does not get considered for those types of awards or anything like that but uh this was it actually won uh best original screenplay for jordan peele which uh again kind of unheard of for for a horror film but very well deserved it was also nominated for five critics choice awards and two golden globes so it was um fairly well received i would say it actually premiered at um the sundance film festival to critical acclaim which Again, uh, Sundance, you know, it's a film that you see all types of films, but most of the ones you hear coming out of Sun, uh, Sundance are some sort of like heady drama 
or some sort of like intellectual comedy. You don't hear much about um, a horror, but this is this is uh, it's really smart horror. It's really good horror. Uh, in fact, in 2021, the Writers Guild of America ranked the screenplay the greatest of the 21st century. And I can't say for sure, because uh, I haven't read every screenplay of the 21st century, but uh, of movies that I've seen in the past, uh, in this century, it's definitely up there as, as one of my favorites. Um, it's so good. It was made on a budget of four and a half million dollars, which is not a lot of money nowadays, 4.5 million. Uh, but um I don't want you to get the impression that it was like a low budget film because by no means is it a low budget film. It's beautifully shot, beautifully directed, <laughs> never feels cheap or or just something put together or a student film. It doesn't feel like that at all. It's it's a it's a it's a major Hollywood release. Um, and it went on to gross 255.4 million. So <laughs> it did very well and it's going on to gross even more since being out of theaters and on demand or whatever else so very successful film and this is this was his first this was jordan Peele, uh jordan peele's first feature to so the b so and then us was great like i said i mentioned us and nope which i've gone on to do uh to a critical acclaim in their own right so talk a little bit about the film here and i'm not going to give away too too much because even though it's very well known and i think a lot of you have seen it i still think there's just as many that probably haven't for whatever reason and um so i won't give away too too much and i won't get you know boggy down with that too many details stuff like that so a young black man uh, Chris Washington, played by Kalua, uncovers shocking secrets when he meets his white girlfriend's family. So, uh, and that, so we'll talk a little more here. So, Chris, played by Kalua, is a black photographer from Brooklyn, uh, preparing for a weekend upstate in upstate New York with his white girlfriend, Rose. He's a bit hesitant at first, um, but Rose assures him that his fa her family's great and there will be no issues. So they head up, um, they head up to upstate New York and when they get there, Chris quickly starts to realize that something is off about these people. They are talking to him very b bizarrely. They they make weird comments, especially when when the family has their get together and all these people come. They they uh, they start in like kind of almost inappropriately talking about. Uh, how much they like Chris's physique and his skin tone, and uh, again, uh, these are red flags, people. Like these, these are all. If you are over your new girlfriend's house or your new boyfriend's house, and this is what their family is talking about to you, it's do what the movie says. Get out. <laughs> that is perfect because it's true. They just they do, and then they start bringing up other other black athletes that they admire. And Chris, <laughs> understandably, 
uncomfortable and realizes um, something is just not right. And then the movie begins to progress more. I mean, we've, there's, you know, uh, his girlfriend's mother is a hypnotherapist. She helps him quit smoking, but she does some other things. And like I said, I don't want to give away too much guys. Cause it, it's, it's, it's such a good film and it's different than it, you're not going to get a lot of jump scares in this. You're not going to get, you know, that type of horror. It, this, it builds the uneasiness to it. That's why they, it, it's got that psychological thriller horror uh, in its description because it it's, slowly and then more quickly as the movie goes on it's just building that unease that dread and i loved how shay put it to the title get out that's what you're feeling throughout it it's that that feeling chris's get the fuck out of there dude get you gotta get out of this place because it's not right and uh jordan peele like i said for his first film he, he does it masterfully building that suspense building that unease that dread those are have become my favorite sort of new horror films the ones that build that uncomfortable feeling hereditary midsummer yeah. those types where it's it's not the jump scare or it's not the crazy monster, but it's, it just, it's just building, building, building. And this, and this is what this film does guys. And I don't want to give away too much more because you really, really should check it out. Lil Rel Howie's in it too, uh, who is great comedian. You so might, uh, funny. So funny. He plays a great character in it. I mean, I can't say enough good things. I didn't think about a rating. Oh, you did not. Hmm. No. What should we what rate? Did, what did she use to hypnotize him again? The spoon. Right? Wasn't it a spoon? Yeah, I was it? I think so. I'm or, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, so we'll do it out of spoons. That's perfect. Okay. All right. So yeah. All right. So cut that. All right. So I don't want to say too much more about it other than do yourself a favor and go check this out, guys. It's it's a great film, and I, I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Let's rate it out of spoons, which you used to help hypnotize Chris early on okay. in the film. I like that. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, so I'm going to give it... I'm I'm gonna go a seven, right off the bat, because it's and it and it it's very you anticipate the whole time, like you are waiting for like the other shoe to drop the whole time, and it's I feel like it, yeah, it, it's very creepy. the The whole hypnosis stuff is super eerie, and the way it's visually represented is absolutely beautiful. Really nice nice so for me and i like i said i'm a huge fan of jordan peele huge fan of these movies i and especially this one i freaking love this i saw it in the theaters i uh it just i'm giving it a nine and that's high even for me but just everything they did like you said how it's it's done beautifully the way they um 
the way they just build the unease, the dread, that whole like the fight or flight within you. It just I just absolutely love it. And I cannot say enough good things about this. Um yeah, I give this nine spoons all day long. Part of me would want to go higher just because yeah. that's how much I uh, the way just everything the social commentary guys the the way the way he weaves that in and that in in the social commentary on the state of things and his interactions and the way that that builds this dread and this this fear and whatever else it just to me it's just done so masterfully. So, do you know what's another thing that's really great about this movie too? And it's and I don't know if you notice this, but there are there are multiple opportunities in this movie for the cheap jump scare, and they yeah. don't take it. They never take it. They make you think they're gonna take it, but they never take it. And it's pretty freaking great because they really have you going like, well, was you know, is that happening or whatever? And and they and they don't actually do it. So again, it really kind of builds you to that point of like. But they they leave you hanging off that cliff, and it's great. That is such a great point, and I'm glad you brought that up because the, it, it 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 does. They 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 build up your expectation, pull it, and give you something better. And it's um, such a great point. Yep. Can't say enough good things, guys. Do yourself a favor. Check out Get Out. Check Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. All right. So. Do you have a family slash kids film for us? For the <coughs> little ones, it's time for the kids scare. I'm going to go family with this one. Yeah, it's definitely because it's got that nostalgia. It's it's not really inappropriate, but it's got an, you know, a bit of adult humor in it, too, that go right over the kids heads. But you'll find funny. Um most of you have already seen these. I'm going to talk about the Adams family. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to focus mainly on the 1991 Adams family and the 1993 Adams family values. Um, these have Angelica Houston as Morticia, Raul Julia as Gomez. You have Christopher Lloyd, Christina Ricci. It's it, the cast is is so awesome and they're all great. Um, but in 1998, actually, even brought us Adam's Family Reunion. And it's not really the most popular Adam's Family, but it gave us the opportunity to see Tim Curry as Gomez Adams. And I'm telling you right now, so it's totally worth a look. Yeah, exactly. So in 1991, the Adam's Family, um, you, the movie starts and you find out that Fester is missing and has been missing for a while and all of a sudden this doctor shows up and she has what she is trying to make them believe is fester it there the movie makes you believe that that it is actually her son that she rescued she had him shave his head and then go in and impersonate so basically he can rob the adams blind but thankfully you know a little bit to wednesday a little bit to pugsley a little bit to morticia but hugely thankfully to Gomez and his ridiculously bumbling, crazy ways, he actually brings Fester's memories back and he remembers that he is Fester. Um, in 1993 with the Adams Family Values, we get a baby. We get a baby Adams and he has, 
he is born with the Gomez mustache and kills me. So funny. So, so funny. Yep. It was, it was so well done. Um, Pugsley and Wednesday end up having to go to a summer camp. And if you know the Adams children, that is a nightmare. They wreak a little havoc and have a lot of fun. And Wednesday even meets a little nerdy boy that she kind of likes, which is adorable. And then Fester gets married to none other than Joan Cusack, who has to be one of my favorite actresses of all time. She's deranged and awesome and beautiful and perfect. Yeah. So quirky and just fits. She's just fantastic in everything she does. She and I mean deranged as a huge compliment because she obviously she she plays that very well, but she's she's awesome. But um, you know, if if you've seen all these, watch them again. If you haven't watched them the first time, watch them with your kids. When you've watched all these, go and watch the original shows. Go watch watch everything. Watch Wednesday on Netflix. Watch everything. <laughs> watch everything Adam's family. But yeah, that's all I have. I love it. So Real quick, Joan Cus. I worked at a Starbucks in Chicago, and Joan Cusack's children went to school right across the street from where or it was. She, she was in my Starbucks all, all the time. A very nice lady. She tipped very well. She was very. She, she would meet. She, she would sometimes get a table with some of the other parents after they dropped the kids and just you know sit there and which is cool. I am jealous. I am so jealous. That's awesome. She was so nice. Um, so Adam's Family came out in 91. Then Adam's Family Values was 93. So it was funny. And 91, loved Adam's Family. Uh, about 10, 11 years old. Adam's Family Value comes out. It's 13. Now I'm fully in puberty. Fully interest in girls stuff yep. like that so i didn't see this right away for a while i was like too old or whatever thinking i'm whatever it was because right now i'm like 13 14 now you know what i mean just full-on hormones going crazy and just body deceiving you and uh so i i didn't come to appreciate that until uh much later but god there do yourselves a favor guys check these out um also just because you're an Adams Family fan, and anybody out there, I discovered not uh, what was it a, a couple weeks ago or a week ago on YouTube. There's a station that just plays reruns on loop of Adams Family right on YouTube. You just oh, just type really? in family or whatever, and yeah, you can just watch just reruns on loop. Which I was like, oh, that's really cool because it's been, it had been a while since I'd watched the original series and. Uh, it's fun to watch it because it's like you remember a lot. Like I remember a lot from my kids, but then now I'm seeing it through adult eyes and like just yeah. the acting and different, the just stylistically different time compared to now and stuff. So, but yeah, check that out on YouTube too. And I can't wait to watch a Wednesday. I can't wait to watch that. There's a scene in Wednesday without giving a lot away. And it's, so it's, it's funny, like watching, the original Adams Family show as as an adult, like I haven't watched it in a while, but I, and I will watch it again because I loved it. You don't realize when you're younger and you watch that how amazing of an actor Little Wednesday is. She she's mind blowing, like it's crazy. She's she's so freaking talented, and she's I don't even know how old she is, but she's so freaking talented. But there's 
a scene in Wednesday, and I'm not going to give anything away, but she has to dance. And she dances very kind of, not really silly, but like sporadically, but like really cool. I, I don't know how to say it, but there's a scene in one of the original Adam's Family episodes where she's, where Wednesday's dancing with Lurch and she's trying to show him how to dance, basically so he can land a girl. And so she doesn't want him to come off as like, like a like a square or however she said it back then because you can remember that was out in the 50s or 60s maybe mm-hmm. and um so she's and it's just the two of them dancing and it's all i could see when wednesday and the show was dancing i'm like oh my god that's just it's it's a little more like adultified or like teenagerified not like dirty or anything but um that's all i could think in it it's, i am so i don't know if that's why they threw it in the show but it totally made my totally made my watching experience for that episode nice i can't yeah i can't wait i can't wait to check it out awesome awesome all right anything else today nope i think that's all i got all right well thanks for joining us guys and make sure to meet us at the snack bar next week when 13 ghosts will be on the big screen can't wait i can't either it's gonna be a good one so until then sweet dreams guys bye Thanks, guys. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to reach out to your hosts by email at scareyourpantsoff9 at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications wherever you get your podcasts. If we haven't scared you away yet, you're our kind of people. So check under your bed and keep your feet under the covers and those closet doors shut. (laughs) Until next week, my friends.